Hi, and thank you for tuning in to another episode on the Alacrity Payments Podcast. I'm your host, Aliyah Sumar, and today we are going to discuss all things EBPP. I'm here with Stuart Bain, Senior Vice President here at Alacrity, who is an expert in the subject. Thank you, Stuart, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Of course, I'm looking forward to discussing this topic with you. Let's start with the basics. What is EBPP and what are the benefits? So EBPP, or Electronic Bill Presentment and Payment, to give it its full name, sometimes also called Bill of Direct, is basically a product or service that allows customers to make bill payments directly to the biller at the biller's website or over the phone with the biller. There are actually quite a few benefits of offering EBPP for a biller compared to just having customers mail checks to you or using online banking bill pay to pay. Um, Two key benefits are the customers have access to their current billing data because typically they can pull it straight from the biller's site and they can see exactly what they owe at a given point in time. Gives the customers more choice to use their preferred channel to make a payment to the biller. Um, Customers can also use their debit or credit card if the biller chooses to support them to make payments rather than having to debit a bank account either via a check or uh, an ACH. Key benefit is the payments can actually post to the account that same day, um, which is a worst case. It's probably more like real time today. And that's a big benefit over, say, mailing a check, which may take a few days to get there, or even using online banking bill pay, which at best is a next day electronic payment. And finally, um, another key benefit is the customer can actually create recurring payment setups to automatically pay their bill, but they automatically adjust based on the amount to be taken or the amount owed on the account rather than just um, setting up a payment to send in $250 every month at their own bank. Thank you for that. It's great how it makes making payments so convenient for customers. You've been at Alacrity for a long time now. Why was EBPP created and how have demands changed from then to now? So EBPP was created by Alacrity for two main reasons. The first was to fill a gap we'd identified in that space for a modern web-based solution that could scale from very small to very large clients. The other goal was to add a payments product alongside the services that Alacrity offered that could be sold directly to billing clients, but also via resellers as a white-labeled solution, such as banks and non-bank entities. It's worth noting that this is not the first EBPP product that uh, Alacrity has created. Orbipay EBPP is based on an award-winning service that was built for HSBC card services in 2005 and actually scaled up to support 12 million payments a month, proving that we could actually build a service uh, that was then taken and formed the basis of uh, the actual Orbipay EBPP. When we actually started out, the demands were actually quite simple compared to today. So what we had was a sole web channel, which was enrolled web, one-time and recurring payments only, a basic call center functionality, and some reporting. At the time, that was sufficient to meet most billers' needs. But basically, very shortly after we went live with our first billers and our first resellers, uh, we realized we needed to start to expand. Then things like guest web came along and the need for auto pay. So over the time, we've added many more channels and other features and functions. Um, Two reasons for this. One, it was spurred by new entrants to the space, which started adding in features and functions that we needed to match to be competitive, but also by the fact that billers' expectations have expanded. Even small billers now uh, expect features and functions that were normally only the preserve of larger billers, 
So for example, an IVR or a chatbot or something along those lines. One final big driver of change uh, was that actually the pandemic that spurred a lot of billers um, to decide they needed to go electronic. And we saw a lot of launching of features that we hadn't seen before. So for example, Synchrony Bank, which issues many cards to for store cards, actually launched guest payments during the pandemic and were getting based on customer demand for people that wanted to pay online but didn't want to sign up for an enrolled experience. You mentioned adding in more channels over time with each biller having a different payment preference such as in-person visits, calling in, or paying via mobile device. How does eBPP support these payments across channels? Before I answer the question, let's just review um, how customers actually choose to pay their bills. So it's a true statement based on research that whilst 17 to 80% of bill payments occur at the biller's site, a given customer doesn't do that for every single biller they support. So there's a big range of options that are used and customers channel hop. So they may choose to sign up um, to pay a bill automatically, say a mortgage, but they may pay their Macy's card uh, through their bank. So what you need is a mix of options to be able to support those preferences and basically consolidate it into um, one single process that the biller can then use. So from this, having an omni-channel eBPP is key to meeting those customers where they want to pay. So Orbipay provides this by offering a range of direct channels supported directly by the solution, which include things like customer websites, mobile options, the ability for billers to integrate payments into their own websites using hosted forms and biller API, but also phone payment options, so pay by text. Uh, the hosted IVR for automating phone payments so customers don't spend time talking to CSRs uh, when they can just make a payment themselves. And then finally, the option to support walk-in payments and also kiosk payments to handle cash transactions. These can then be supplemented by feeds from indirect channels. So, for example, those customers that do choose to go to their bank and use online bill pay to pay the biller, we can take those that information in and provide consolidated view to the the, the biller. So the online reporting will report everything that they've received, even if we've not processed the payment directly. The folks in customer support can actually see those transactions. They can get real-time data feeds for every payment we've received rather than um, just a select few, and they can get consolidated, consolidated data at the end of the day. So we found that the billers that offer a range of channels, both a guest experience and also the enrolled experience, see much more uptake than a biller that just chooses to offer just enrolled payments um, because there are that cohort of customers that would like to pay online, but they really don't want another login ID and password. Um, so they just wanted a quick and easy way to make payments. Great. And what should financial institutions really be looking for in an eBPP solution to provide the best experience possible? So as noted the previous uh, answer, and a true omni-channel experience is important. So a range of channels to meet your customers where they want to pay you. Another key important driver for customers is the support for both last minute and also immediate payments. So Roughly two thirds of consumers need to pay their bill at the last minute, at least once a year. That's either because they're waiting for money to show up in their account or like I do occasionally, they completely forget they need to pay their bill until they realize on the due date that they need to pay it. So 
there's a range it, it, the percentage varies but um some of it's a few times a month like I think it's 14 percent um eight percent it's once a year but you still need that option to allow for quick and easy access it can't be that the customer's got to do something that might take a day or a couple of hours to achieve in order to pay you you've got to have that immediacy uh, to be to make that payment and that ability to do it right at the last minute um, additionally most consumers view the ability to make an immediate payment so as well as just doing it right up to the wire on their due date the ability to do it immediately is also important to them around two-thirds of consumers think that it's very important to them that they can do instant payments so what that means is that you need to offer a bill pay option that supports real-time or at the very worst same-day posting of payments to the billing account it can't be something that's going to take two or three days to apply the payment because it just doesn't meet the consumer's need for that last minute and immediacy. Great. That's helpful to know. How does Alacrity's EVPP solution differ from others? So one key difference is that it was designed from the beginning to support real-time payments. The entire system was designed around the concept of real-time whilst also able to support batch-based processes, for example, files, generation of ACH files to go to the clearing. Another key differentiator is the fact that any giving biller's setup is driven by parameters and configuration rather than actual code that's been written. So every aspect of uh, EBPP is driven by these parameters and configuration. That allows us to react to biller requested changes promptly. We can typically change things overnight, immediately, or over a weekend, depending on the nature of a change. You don't have to wait for a release to change a setting, for example, we've heard reports of some solutions taking six weeks to change some text on a website. We could just do that more or less immediately. The other key thing we did right from the start is the separation of the payment data. So the fact that I'm paying $363 to my uh, mortgage from the actual payment dollars, which is the actual settlement of the money. And what that means, if you don't, if you can separate those and don't tie them together, you're not tied into the settlement cycle to determine when you can post transactions. So going back to my earlier comment about same day or last minute payments and immediacy, if the billing solution is tied to when the money shows up, you can never do that because it's not immediate settlement. Well, RTP will add immediate settlement as that starts to roll out more widely. So you need to have a solution that logically separates the data from the dollars in order to surprise support that same day payments in the immediacy. Another thing is we continually enhance uh, EBPP to add new features and functions. So um, over the next few months, we'll start to see support um, for both the TCHRTP real-time payment network and FedNow, uh, support for requests for pay-to-pay -pay bills as those options begin to roll out more widely. We're adding a few new options to um, the call center function, payment center, to aid billers with call center compliance so they can start to eliminate their scope for PCI and both natural compliance for handling that sensitive data of card numbers and DDA numbers. Thank you for that. That's really helpful to know, especially with FedNow being talked about so heavily right now. What do you think are the most important or the most used features? It's actually interesting. It varies quite a lot from biller to biller, um, driven by a few factors the industry they're in um so what do they what are they actually billing for is it insurance is it uh, finance is it um a b2b type payment but also the demographics for their customer base and there's a few other factors as well um we do see a lot of variation 
but it also varies based on how you actually define most used. So just a few, taken uh, comes from reporting. In terms of the channel that gets used the most by the customers every single month, it's our guest web channel. That's the one we see the most usage where the customer accesses the channel and makes a payment uh, every single month. So it's the channel that gets used the most. Uh, for some clients though, for certain demographics, we have a large um, supplier of medical equipment, their demographic skews older, their most used channel is their call center. Those customers prefer to make payments over the phone. Uh, some use the RVR, but most of them are live agent payments. So as I said, it does vary greatly in turn between different billers. However, if you actually measure usage in terms of payments processed, the volume of payments, Enrolled Web is the most used channel. And that's because it's used to um, set up recurring payments. So things like recurring payments and auto pay to automatically pay a credit card, automatically pay an insurance premium, automatically pay an auto loan. And it's typically done through that channel. So it generates the most recurring payments, which means it looks like the most used channel if you measure it by payment volumes. Um, in terms of the actual payments themselves, it's uh, one-time payments are the most used uh, compared to recurring, uh, it's about 52% of the payments we see are one-time payments compared to around 45% um, of recurring and auto pay payments combined. So it's close, but uh, one-time payments has the edge. Uh, we do offer a number of other payment types and those make up the difference there So because that's why it doesn't add up to 100%. Now, from this, it's important that for, to one biller may not be important to another biller. Some billers care a lot about the call center experience, the client I was referring to others. Others are all entirely self-service. We had a, one insurer had a new product and there was no call center service. The customers had to self-service online. So the important thing to understand is that it's not one size fits all. And Orbipay is good in that area because it is not a one-size-fits-all solution. Due to the ability to drive things through configuration and parameters, we can have a sort of standard build, but it can all be tweaked and configured to suit a specific biller, their specific needs around payments, um, the specific rules they want to put in place to uh, control what their customers can do. So it's um, it isn't really, sorry, it's not a really straight answer to the most used feature because, again, it does vary by how you define usage. And again, each biller's required features uh, definitely vary greatly from biller to biller and definitely from vertical to vertical. Yeah, that makes sense and is very helpful to know. You interact with financial institutions using EBPP every day. What are some interesting things that you've learned from their experiences? So uh, you pretty much learn something new or interesting every day, and not all of it's necessarily good things to know. Um, so over the years, we've seen all sorts of um, interesting behavior, let's put it that way. So until um, we first started doing this, we didn't know that there's actually a very strange type of fraud that gets committed uh, when people pay their credit cards, which is called bust-out fraud. Um, it's a way a customer with a low credit card limit, say $350, makes overpayments to that card to get it to a high credit balance, say $3,500. And then in one particular case, this individual went out and bought a bunch of flat screen TVs uh, using the credit card just before all those payments were returned. So effectively, they'd got them for free. So we had to develop some interesting business rules in conjunction with the client to stop that type of behavior happening. 
It's also interesting to beware what's actually on the website. So we had a spate of returns for different clients where apparently completely unrelated different customers were using the same, what seemed to be a compromised bank account. And we eventually realized sort of by accident that what they were doing was <laughs> they were entering the number shown on the example check image to help them locate their bank account number as their bank account number. So you see that image you see when it says, here's how to find your DDA number. They were using the number on that image to make payments. We had to block that, stop that happening. Finally, we had one client that came to us. Uh, actually, I ended up speaking directly to the customer to increase the time out on their website because this one customer who was very vociferous wanted to read and review the entire terms and conditions the biller had loaded, but they couldn't get through them before it timed out. So we had to put in uh, a big upgrade to the timeout to actually give this individual time to actually get through the T's and C's uh, with that before the website timed out and kicked them out of the site. Those are really interesting. Thank you for that. And thank you so much for joining us today. It's been really great hearing your insights on both the history and the future of EBPP. And to our audience, if you're interested in learning more about real-time payment, funding agents, or the upcoming FedNow launch, check out our website at www.alacrity.com. Under our resources section, you will find blogs, webinars, and more.